0: to a special Christmas podcast series with the Happy Half and Artist Avenue. I'm Heather Conda. And I'm Christiana Hartziotis. And we have joined together to try and spread a little bit of festive cheer in this very difficult and challenging year. Hmm, none of us really know what Christmas is going to look like this year, and it's certainly going to be very, very different, but that's all the more of an excuse to try and get into the festive spirit. Exactly. And today we're really excited because we are interviewing Kate Golledge. A theatre director who's done just about everything from international tours to amazing new commissions to panto. She specialises in directing new musicals, something we're both also very passionate about. I think I first met Kate back in 2015 when we did Jake Brunger and Pippa Cleary's Prodigy with NYMT. And since then, she has been a fantastic mentor, most recently helping many of us to get through lockdown by offering her worldly wisdom. Not only that, but Kate is also a dog lover. A keen traveller, a superhero mum to a gorgeous three-year-old, and an all-round wonderful woman. So we can't wait to talk to her today about Christmas's past and present, and what her festivities involve. I'm here, I'm here, I'm here. Oh I'm- yay! It's so nice little. to
1: talk-
0: We're so excited to be talking to you today. I mean right now we are all stuck in lockdown so Why not think about Christmas? It's giving us something to look forward to. We're thinking about it pretty early, but you know, the earlier the better this year, right? I
1: love it. It's actually, can I say that it's bonfire night and we're talking about Christmas? Yeah,
0: that's fine. I mean, this year, who knows what's what anymore?
1: (laughs) Nobody knows if we're coming or going, do they? So we might as well. At Christmas we'll start celebrating Easter.
0: Exactly. Well, some people, even pre-2020, it would be like Halloween and then the 1st of November is Christmas. That's what some people think. bit early, but today we're meant to be having fireworks and marshmallows and stuff, but instead we are having an equally fun time talking to you.
1: (laughs) Hooray! If there are any loud bangs, I apologise. Apparently they're going to do a maroon, um, which is one of those massive, like, boom things um, at some point possibly not till later, but just in case there is a massive sound, don't worry, I have not blown up.
0: (laughs) Add to the drama. (laughs) (laughs) Fabulous. Well, let's start with some quick fire Christmas cracker questions, which is Christiana's idea. So you can kick them off because they're pretty fun. How quick are they, by the way? Is it just like really quick? Um, Go with your gut. Just say what comes into your head. Most of them are either or, but some of them are like random questions. Oh, great. So let's start off are you ready?
1: I don't know. (laughs) You're making us stress. It's not stressful. (laughs) It's
0: not stressful. (laughs) Okay Okay. cinnamon or nutmeg?
1: Oh this is so unfair because I can't (laughs) smell or taste anything right now um okay cinnamon. Yeah, we should say Kate has covid. She's
0: a living breathing example. And we're we're really happy that she's still here, but she can't taste
1: <laughs> existentially <laughs> or or actually literally. I'm really happy to literally and existentially be here.
0: You anyway,
1: I'm going to go with cinnamon because my memory of cinnamon is really romantic.
0: Oh, I'm sorry. What a mean question. <laughs> <laughs>
1: <laughs> okay, what
0: about a real Christmas tree or a fake Christmas tree? Oh, a real one every time. Just so beautiful. Mm-hmm. Tinsel or mistletoe?
1: Tinsel, I think. Yeah. Have you
0: ever had a kiss under the mistletoe?
1: Maybe. Ooh. <laughs> Ooh. Maybe I have. I <laughs> do <you> know like <laughs> mistletoe. The thing with mistletoe is having, I look at me just getting practical immediately, but having somewhere to hang it, you know? Mm. Where would mm. you hang it? Would you you just walk around holding it and pout your lips? What, because you've got to kiss loads of people? Yeah. (laughs) You've got to take your chances where you can get them, I think. (laughs) Absolutely.
0: The options are going to be limited this year to very few people, so might as well. (laughs) Yeah, I'm going with tinsel. Great. What about movie or board
1: game? Mm, um, Board game. And actually, one Christmas... Uh, this is going away from the quick fire thing. Do you mind? No, okay. not at all. <laughs> <laughs> One Christmas, my brother and I invented uh, a, a board game, which was Monopoly, but it was three D Monopoly. So we had three Monopoly boards, and there was this really complex system of um, of currency exchange, where you started out with some money from each board and you had to use the correct currency to buy the correct properties. And every time you got to a station, you could uh, travel to that same station on the other two boards. And basically it was Monopoly times three. It was so extra. It took us about seven hours to play. And by the end of the day, I had such a migraine that I had to go to bed at eight o'clock. Oh, oh. Wow. But it was still amazing and I do recommend it. Seven hours though, that's a commitment. <laughs> It just went on and on. It was like a Christmas Monopoly marathon. And every year now, my brother says, should we do 3D Monopoly? And the rest of my family go, no, no, (laughs) never again.
0: Well, maybe this year, you're going to have more time in the lead up so it can come back out. That's true. That is true. I'll send you a
1: picture of it. You'll love
0: it. Oh, I can't wait. Well, I love all things 3D. Next Next question. question is, how many reindeers pull Santa's sleigh?
1: Oh, um... It's not 12, is it? I know the crucial thing is that everyone forgets Rudolph. I also thought it was 12, but, but apparently- is it online. like, is it, is it seven? Close. Wait, Donna, Donna and Blitzen and Dancer and Prancer and Rudolph. That's five. Is it five? And Dasher. Oh, I forgot Dasher. <laughs> Sorry, Dasher. Six then. No, there's more. I thought there were
0: eight. We should know the answer to this. Uh, uh, no, 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 it's eight. Well, from the tune, it's eight. <laughs> okay, guys, I've got the list. Dasher, Dancer, Prancer, Vixen, Comet, Cupid, Donna, Blitzen. Comet
1: and Cupid, no. They are not legit. <laughs> I've literally never heard of them.
0: I also have never heard of them. They're just the ones that no one really
1: cares about, sadly. Comet and Cupid. <laughs> just to fit the lyrics, you know, just put them in there. <laughs> Which song is this? Uh, Rudolph the Red Nose Radio? Radio?
0: Yeah. Well, something Five. to look up. <laughs> Next question. Scarf or polo neck? Oh, scarf. Yeah, agreed. <laughs> Christmas lunch or Christmas dinner? Christmas dinner. Oh, interesting. What What kind of time? Um,
1: so the practical reason for that is because... Um, if it's Christmas lunch, my memory of Christmas lunch is that my mum has to spend the whole morning in the kitchen cooking it. Mm. Whereas if it's Christmas dinner, you still get like a load of Christmas, and then the cooking starts later in the day. So I would go for. Um, well, now that also now that I have a little one, we're, we're quite we're quite boring about what time meals are. Yeah. So it would be Christmas dinner at dinner time, which for him would be about six o'clock.
0: Lovely. No, that's a good time. Good time. <laughs> Um, and last question, in the 12 days of Christmas, how many swans are swimming?
1: Hang on a second. <laughs> it's launch into
0: song. <laughs> this is going to be my mission to make everyone know this song by the end of December.
1: Seven swans are swimming.
0: Yes, nailed it. Genuinely, no
1: one knows that. Well done. <laughs> I just had to go backwards from the 12 till I got there. Do you know all 12? I don't know. Now you've said that, probably not. 12... Drummers drumming? Yeah. 11 ladies dancing? No. Oh, no, wait. 12 drummers drumming, 11 pipers piping, 10 lords are leaping, 9 ladies dancing, 8 lads are milking, 7 swans are swimming, 6 geese are laying, 5 gold rings, 4 calling birds, 3 French hens, 2 turtle ducks, and a partridge in a pear tree. Thank you and good night.
0: Well done. (laughs) Fabulous. That's amazing. There we go. Everyone else will now know that forever. Brilliant. (laughs) So although December is not going to be the same this year, we wanted to ask you, what does this time of year mean to you?
1: Well, um, it's interesting, isn't it? Because I think, when I think about Christmas, I think about Christmas as a child, being a child more than Christmas being a grown-up. Um, and so my, the instant thing that I think about is the Argos catalogue and, oh. um, carol concerts and, uh, I used to sing in the choir at school, so I think about singing the carol concerts, um, and lots of celebrations and advent calendars and getting to cook with my mum, um, and ha- the lovely warm house with the steamed up windows, you know, yeah. um. As an adult, actually, the reality of Christmas for my husband and I, who are both theatre freelancers, is that December is a flat-out frenzy of getting Christmas shows open, mm-hmm. um, and leading to us both collapsing in a pile like a day or two before Christmas Eve and being completely exhausted for the whole of the Christmas period. But now that I'm a parent, um, now December is kind of working out traditions and trying to trying to work out which of the things we want to turn into traditions for him and and also I think this year I mean we're not in December yet but uh this year I think Christmas is going to be characterized by a sort of huge awareness of how much we have and how lucky we are the world and everything that's happening and um I've become a lot more aware in the last 12 months of Of the kind of wider issues and so i think christmas this year is going to come with a big side helping of of gratitude and um knowledge of how lucky and privileged we are
0: Yeah, yeah definitely i think yeah we've all learned so much this year um so christmas will be quite special and different and we won't want so much hopefully so, on the happy half, I always talk about my top three things. And speaking of gratitude, it feels quite relevant to think of three big or really tiny things that make you happy. So, if you had to pick your top three things about December and the lead-up to Christmas, this whole period, what would they be?
1: Um, okay, the top three things about December. Twinkly lights. Ah. Because they're just so pretty, aren't they? <laughs> yeah. Christmas lights are so great. There's a reason why fairy lights make it into all those, you know, make your home look beautiful pictures. Yeah. Um, and I love driving around and looking at all the lights that people put outside their houses as well. Yeah, some people go to town. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'm thinking of doing that this year. In fact, after we finish this chat, I'm going to log on and see whether I can find a giant Santa to put on my roof or something. Um, so Christmas lights is my top. Um, I think they're kind of, everybody's in quite a good mood, I think. Mm. Or are they? Yeah. I think
0: there are a few people who hate Christmas, but most people love it,
1: right? That kind of inner warmth about the fact that it is leading up to Christmas and, you know people come off their diets cuz it's christmas and yeah. you know just have a little bit of this and a little bit of what you fancy um exactly i really like that although i'm also aware that for some people it can be an absolute mad scramble to get everything done and really stressful but um i'm going to concentrate on the inner warmth today the inner warmth love it we like and that <laughs> third thing well i think it's just got to be seeing family and friends
0: Yeah, definitely. That's kind of what I always associate with Christmas, even if it ends up on Zoom. (laughs) Uh... Fingers crossed it won't. (laughs) No, it will happen somehow and uh, it will make it all the more worthwhile when everyone is reunited at whatever stage. Next up, we'd love to talk to you a bit about Christmas and the creative industry. We know you've directed lots of incredible shows, including Pantos. So have you ever
1: had to work over Christmas itself? And if so, how was that for you? I have actually. So uh, my very first job when I graduated was uh, as a performer. And it was uh, a touring Panto, which had a cast of three. And we drove around in a van and we took uh, this show to care homes and schools and other settings the care homes and schools are the ones that I can remember the most but we performed right up till the evening on Christmas Eve and then we started again on Boxing Day morning so I did get Christmas Day off and I did spend it with my family but uh, the rest of the time we were working and um, it was it was strange you know it was in a way really difficult not to be with my family in the lead up to Christmas but at the same time we were bringing Christmas joy to other people and some of whom couldn't be with their families at Christmas so it was wonderful in a different way and my colleagues became like family on that job.
0: There were many of you so it's a really close-knit group.
1: Yes (laughs) that's the one that sticks out although when when I was resident director on the Wizard of Oz we also we started rehearsal on something like the 13th of December so we were in a normal rehearsal process that ran all over Christmas I think we had two or three days off and that was really lovely and actually the day that we broke up for Christmas it snowed and oh. it got really Christmassy and we'd done secret Santa and um you know we'd all sort of had a had a piece of cake and a drink in the rehearsal room and I think um I think theatre people are very special people who work over Christmas and who are able to give such a kind of magical thing to people and families. So it feels like a real honour to have been able to do that. Yeah, uh,
0: definitely. Uh, a lot of families, like children, the first theatre they get to see is the panto in their area. And it's like such a great thing because it introduces it to so many people. Yeah. I remember mine from like when I was like seven. Do you? Um, yeah, I genuinely do, um, and my, yeah, my first job was actually a Little Panto out of graduating, and it's so nice to see all these little kids, like, loving it, um, yeah. believing, obviously, in everything. <laughs> yeah. they really do believe in the magic, don't they?
1: Yeah, does Finn believe in the magic? I, he's a bit too young to understand the magic. He's sort of, at the moment, still at the age where magic is just a thing that happens. I think uh, another year or two, and he will. Although he's just started talking about putting things on his Christmas list. Mm. But I don't know whether that might be because every time he asks for something, his dad and I say, put it on your Christmas list. (laughs) So I don't know if he really knows what a Christmas list is. What kind Uh, of things is he asking for? (laughs) Oh, I don't know anything. Some train, car, remote control car, you know. All the
0: gadgets.
1: (laughs) (laughs) It's mostly centering around transport, I have to say. Yeah.
0: Very sweet. Very (laughs) sweet. So thinking about all the experiences that you've had, bearing in mind all of those creative jobs and working over Christmas, do you have a most memorable Christmas? It could be either in or out of showbiz or more recently with Finn. What comes
1: to mind? That's really hard. All of my childhood Christmases feel like they were wrapped up into one. Mm Mm-hmm in a way and, and just I feel super nostalgic and kind of warm inside when I think about them probably the most memorable and I'm not just saying that this cause it's the most recent honest but um, last year we moved house and uh, so we spent last Christmas in our own home for the first time you know, as a grown-up, you're sort of still expected to go to the parents, aren't you, for Christmas? Yeah. Until when you have your own family, then the parents come to you. So last year, we um, planted our flag in the ground and we said, we're having Christmas at home and everybody's welcome. And all of my family came and it was really wonderful, but there was something kind of really strange and grown-up and magical about beginning and ending the day in my own bed yeah not traveling not traveling and not yeah not not sleeping in your childhood bedroom yeah, <laughs>
0: yeah.
1: it was really lovely because the, the two of us were so excited about Christmas at home with Finn that we were awake long before he was you know Christmas we were like why is he not awake yet and contemplating going and waking him up just so we could get things going so that was pretty memorable
0: And leading off of that, what is your favourite Christmas song? Because you can't have any
1: Christmas without any Christmas songs. Oh my God, I've got a list. Okay, um, so my favourite religious Christmas song would be Oh Holy Night. Oh, good choice. Thank you. Maybe because of Home Alone, but also maybe not. Um, Also Anything by John Rutter. I mean literally anything.
0: Really? That's yeah. an interesting answer. Oh, uh,
1: John Rutter is Christmas.
0: I feel like he's like <laughs> chalk or cheese though. I think some people hate
1: it and some love it. Well, I am chalk or cheese. So I don't know. Yeah, um, oh, my. you know what I mean. <laughs> and if I had to do a, a secular Christmas song, okay, this is slightly left field, but probably River by Joni Mitchell. I love that song. It's is so a beautiful. Song? I think it is. I think, yeah, I always hear it on Christmas around that
0: time. <laughs> Anything can be a Christmas song if you play it at Christmas. <laughs> so, one of my favorite questions What is your typical Christmas day? So, it's probably changed a bit since having Finn because obviously traditions are introduced that might not have been there. But, take us through the day in the Gollage household
1: okay um so uh well there are certain kind of markers of christmas that you know we'd have to cancel christmas if they didn't happen so (laughs) and and those are being introduced in our family now um there has to be a satsuma in your stocking Mm. and so on christmas morning when you wake up and you hope that father christmas has been and you tip out your stocking out falls right from the bottom a satsuma which you then eat immediately all oh, right then there <laughs> yeah. so christmas breakfast is that satsuma just that um, yeah i mean that that for the time being uh and then it's stocking presents and uh you take it in turns with the youngest starting and uh that that was quite a funny one actually because um when when my brother and i were kids we would pile into we'd just go and pile into the big bed, you know, and everybody would have a bit of a corner of a duvet and a leg half hanging out. And uh, as we got older and acquired girlfriends, boyfriends, fiancés, children, um, that tradition stayed. So I think there was one uh, point where everybody was sort of half a toe tucked into my mum and dad's bed. So you take it in terms of open presents from your stocking and then The next rule, and this is smart, enforced by my mum, there are no proper presents until everyone is washed and dressed. (laughs) (laughs) So you can do stocking in pyjamas, but then you have to get washed and dressed and come downstairs, and usually by that point, she would be faffing in the kitchen uh, and we would then get dressed and we would come down and then we would start doing presents. I do much less faffing in the kitchen so I'm vegetarian and so I don't really this is really controversial but I don't really like roast dinner oh okay so uh for Christmas last year I did macaroni cheese and then we had a roast dinner on boxing day so yeah uh then uh then what would happen it would be presents and sherry and mince pies and carols from kings and um lovely Christmas music and probably mulled wine. And then uh, some sort of lunch, always a walk after lunch, which as a child, I always used to be like, oh God, why are we going for a walk? This is so boring. As an adult, I might really pro the walk. Yeah, I feel very old. <laughs> <laughs> and then, um, And then everything kind of leading up to the Christmas dinner. And then, you know, throughout the day, lots of playing and lots of reading and munching and just enjoying all the new presents. Um, We usually, as kids, and now we did it as parents as well last year, um, the presents can take several days to open. Oh, really? (laughs) Yeah, we open them quite slowly and try and kind of play with each one as as we go. So I think it took us about four days to get all of Finn's presents open last year, just because there was so much to play with.
0: That's amazing. I love that idea. (laughs) What a lucky boy as well. That's amazing,
1: Maul. Yeah, he had a lot of stuff, but also like he wants to spend an hour playing with each new thing that came out. So it was lovely. So Christmas kind of extends itself over several days. I've missed out the Queen. Sometimes we watch the Queen. Sometimes we don't. Just depends whether you're going for a walk when it's Queen o'clock. Yeah, it's that at the time, isn't it?
0: So you yeah. don't rip into presents. You're a slow kind of peeling away. What is oh, this?
1: I'm a slow peeling away because also I like to save the wrapping paper and reuse it. Oh, go you! <laughs> yes. <laughs> I'm a bit embarrassed about that, but I know massive sheets of wrapping paper. I just really like fold fold them up, use them again. Yeah. Particularly because when
0: you're buying for younger children, they often have like huge gifts, don't they? Like most Massive of us. Lots gifts. Yeah. I remember when I was younger, I got a, a dog, like a toy dog that woofed and it was nearly the size of me. <laughs> so <laughs> that's so much wrapping paper that you need to like save. Um, so good. Okay.
1: Let's move on. Oh, well, I've missed that. Watch, I've missed out the snowman. Hang on, oh. we can't move on until we've talked about the snowman. Let's talk about the snowman! (laughs) Because watching the snowman is like an absolute staple of Christmas. I guess not always Christmas Day, but often and uh, every single year I watch it and every single year, without fail, I cry. The Christmas weep is part of the day, you know. Mm -hmm. Oh,
0: 100%. It's it's such a staple. And and also, have you seen the snow dog as well? No. You haven't seen the second one? Oh, you need to. I didn't know that existed, The Snow Dog. (laughs) Snowman and the Snow Dog. It's like the second one. But not as good, obviously. No sequel is. But still lovely if you're looking to mix it up or add another thing in. Brilliant. Thank (laughs) you. I'll check that out. Also, a common thing to watch every year. I think every family has that or every person has that, whether it's the Strictly Special or a film or Love Actually or whatever.
1: Yeah. So if you move on, what do you want for Christmas this year? Oh, I mean, apart from, you know, world peace and an end to global hunger and a cure for coronavirus. um, (laughs) It's really hard. I never want anything for Christmas. I think I'm probably quite a hard person to buy for because I'm a bit Marie Kondo-ish and I don't love stuff. What we're moving towards in my family more is uh, experiences rather than stuff. So actually what I'd really like for Christmas this year is at the local, this is a bit embarrassing, but at the local zoo near where I live, there's this thing where you can go and be a zookeeper for two hours and you get to like go in the pens and feed the animals and stroke the guinea pigs. And even though I'm probably about 30 years older than their target audience. No. (laughs) That's what what I'd really like for Christmas is the zoo experience so I can go and hang out. Oh. Well, there you go. If your husband ever listens to this, hint, hint.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Animals make everyone happy. They're so great. Animals are better than people. (laughs) There we go. Yeah. Oh, that's a lovely answer. Lovely. Well, to finish off, we thought we'd do something fun. So would you be able to maybe tell us a bad Christmas joke, or you could give a little rendition of your favourite Christmas song or carol? A Holy Night maybe, anything
1: you'd like to give a whirl just for a little fun sprinkle at the end. Okay, um, well I can. I don't know whether the world wants to hear me singing with my COVID voice. Um, so maybe I'll do the joke option. A bad joke, okay. Uh, who is Santa's favorite singer? Oh, um,
0: Elvis Presley.
1: You guessed it, I can't
0: believe it. <laughs> Know a lot of bad Christmas jokes. That's really (laughs) impressive. Well done. Thank you. Um, I didn't think I'd get that to be fair. But last year I did like all the jokes for all the table sittings. We had like a little table sitting thing, so I had to look up so many jokes. I've got one actually that I'll say because it might I feel like it'll suit you, maybe you might like it. What's every parent's favourite Christmas carol? Silent Night. Yay! not so funny but there we go what a uh, dream what a dream oh it's been so nice to chat to you Kate and thank you for been. sharing
1: thanks thanks for having me it's lovely to talk to you girls
0: yeah and for sharing all your christmas joy and uh, even with covid you're still in the christmas spirit already which is amazing we mm-hmm. try
1: yeah, Gorgeous kind of God, God, just keep going. keep going onwards and upwards
0: that's the motto of 2020 keep going <laughs> I'm sure you've brought much happiness to many people listening so thank you so much it's lovely to see you
1: you're welcome and thank you for having <laughs> me
0: thanks so much for listening to the happy half and artist avenue make sure to go and check us out over on instagram at the happy half and artist avenue podcast see our christmas countdown advent calendar each day and we'll be back next sunday with our next podcast episode bye for now will suit you maybe you might like it what's every parent's favorite christmas carol silent night yay (laughs) Not so funny, but there we go. What a uh, dream. What a dream. Oh, it's been so nice to chat to you, Kate. And it thank has you for been. Sharing.
1: Thanks. Thanks for having me. It's lovely to talk to you
0: girls. Yeah, and for sharing all your Christmas joy. And uh even with COVID, you're still in the Christmas spirit already, which is amazing.
1: We mm-hmm. try. Yeah. God yeah, well, well, just keep, keep going, going. Yeah. onwards and upwards.
0: That's the motto of 2020. Keep going. <laughs> I'm sure you've brought much happiness to many people listening. So thank you so much. It's lovely to see you. You're
1: welcome. And thank you for having me. (laughs) Thanks so much for
0: listening to The Happy Half and Artist Avenue. Make sure to go and check us out over on Instagram at the Happy Half and Artist Avenue podcast. See our Christmas countdown advent calendar each day and we'll be back next Sunday with our next podcast episode. Bye for now.